Are you tired of spending countless hours in the kitchen every week trying to figure out what to make and constantly overspending on takeout? My guide, Well Prepped, is here to revolutionize your mealtime routine by offering you the perfect solution. Prep once, cook twice, and enjoy delicious, macro-friendly meals all week long. The food struggle is real. You want to eat well-balanced meals that taste good. You want to make most of your meals at home, but don't want to be a slave to your kitchen. You know you should be eating more protein, but don't know how in the world to get it in. You're overwhelmed with just choosing a recipe you have saved, so you end up getting takeout again. Insert well-prepped, a guide I created to take the guesswork out of efficiently making delicious, macro-friendly meals. This guide provides you with eight weeks of recipes. Each week, you'll prep once for 30 minutes, cook twice, and then enjoy eating all week. That's right. The two recipes will make you a total of six meals. I even made Instacart links for all the weekly groceries you'll need so you don't even need to think about grocery shopping. I'm all about saving time, money, and mental energy when it comes to feeding my family healthy meals, and now I get to share that with you. Grab your copy of Well Prepped at aishazaza.com. And from my kitchen to yours, cheers to eating well and being well prepped. Welcome to the Mindset Mile podcast, the show that'll leave you empowered to take action towards becoming the turned up version of your already awesome self. I'm your host, Aisha Zaza, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Mindset Mile podcast. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Upspace Fitness. If you are someone who celebrates Christmas, then I hope you had a beautiful Christmas. If you're someone who works in public service, healthcare, hospitality, or in any other business that is open on Christmas, thank you for working. Thank you for your service. I have been there. I've worked many, many holidays, and I know that can that can sometimes feel a little bit uh, like you wish you were not working. So we appreciate all those who who do work on those special holidays. As we close out 2022, I wanted to give you some tangible ways to reflect on your year. And I don't mean like in general, would you consider this a good year or a bad year? I mean, really be able to learn from what worked what didn't, and why. How did you grow? And in what ways can you continue to grow into the turned up version of your already awesome self? So I was going through the archive of episodes and I was re-listening to the episode of the show I put out on the last Monday of last year to see what did I say here? What did I say in the very last episode of 2021? And would I change anything or would I say anything differently? And to be honest, I would have just been suggesting the same questions to help you reflect on 2022. So these are meant to be journal prompts that help you. It's like a strategy to really reflect on your year. And I feel like there's a lot of new listeners to the mindset mile that gravitate towards more recent episodes, which is totally fine. And then I know that there are some of you who have been with me since the beginning of the show. And maybe there are some listeners that only listened to the first 30 episodes of the mindset mile podcast for the 30 day challenge. 
But the episode that I kind of want to repurpose falls sort of in the the middle of all these episodes. And I believe there's a lot of really great content there. So naturally, it just doesn't get heard for some of these reasons. You know, I think people either start from the beginning of the show and it tapers off or people listen to some of the more recent episodes. And there's these middle ground episodes that have a lot of good gold nuggets that I want to share with you. So in this episode, I provide several questions to ask yourself as you reflect on 2022. And this really does work best if you write your answers down. So I hope you take a few minutes to actually answer them for yourself instead of letting them ponder just in your brain, because they will reveal a lot about how you can take the things you learned this year with you and let go of the things that did not serve you. So without further ado, enjoy. So now here we are. It's the last Monday before the new year. And what an appropriate time to talk about reflection. I feel like reflection is one of those things that we hear people talk about. And it sounds like a really nice idea. um, But we rarely, if ever, take the time to actually do it for ourselves. And it's one of those things we tend to reserve for bigger life events or identifiable phases we go through instead of something that can be employed daily or weekly. It may not seem like there is a lot of information we can gather from our day to day, and especially if routines hardly differ. But I think reflection is especially important here because it's really easy to start taking the small things for granted. When we're moving from one day to the next, things can start to feel pretty mundane, but there are always, always plenty of things to be grateful for. A super simple way to reflect daily is to keep a journal by your bed, and at the end of the day before you go to bed, just jot down three things you were grateful for, specifically in that day. I know I reference journaling quite a bit, but it's usually in the context, you know, to start your day with, but end of day journaling has a different powerful impact. You might find yourself surprised at how your seemingly mundane, less than exciting day had way more ups than it felt like in the moment. This is how you strengthen your self-awareness by identifying the cause and effect of your moods, habits, and thoughts. Now, reflecting should not be confused with thinking about things that worry or stress you. Thinking about things over and over and over the same way again without truly reflecting on the experience only builds anxiety. But the reality is, what is in the past is in the past. And no matter how hard we try, we cannot go back to change it. But we can learn from it. So I've broken down some questions into four different groups so you can use them however you deem appropriate or for however frequently you want to employ the habit of reflecting. So they kind of start from like more of a daily, how can I reflect to just more general. So um, the first is what's going well? Why is it going well? Was there something I overcame to contribute to this going well? Why does this make me happy? Be really clear about this. The answers don't need to be long, but they're going to reveal a lot about yourself that you'll probably want to start paying more attention to. Like, for example, if what's going well is your mindset mile challenge or some other workout routine you've started and stuck with, why does that make you feel happy? What do you feel when you think about this win? Do you feel confident? Do you feel like you're earning trust with yourself on how to follow through? 
Does it change the trajectory of your day when you move? I do not think we give enough credit to the things that make us feel proud and happy. We usually just blow over them quickly or expect that these moments and feelings are fleeting. But when you start to see the positive effects of what you're doing and how they make you feel, well, then we know where you need to keep spending your time and energy consistently. And then on the contrary, what is not going well and why? What is something I can change about the situation to make it better? What is a lesson I can learn from this? These questions I feel like are a crash course of episode seven about how there is no failing, only learning. Mistakes do not equal failure. Mistakes do not equal failure. Mistakes do not equal failure. Okay? Asking what you can change about a situation to make it better will redirect you to focus on what is in your control. If you can't change it, then you have to stop spending time and energy thinking about it. And then these are some questions, like in general, these are great things to reflect on. Most of the time, am I using my time wisely? What is a habit that is not serving me? Am I holding on to something I need to let go of? Am I respecting my boundaries? Am I putting an honest amount of effort into relationships I consider important? Reflecting on these questions is going to help you realign what you say is important to you versus what you're doing about them. If you're happy with your answers, great job. But sometimes we don't realize we're off track or not aligned with our values until we go too far off track. So come back to these once a month or every other month just to make sure that how you're spending your time accurately reflects your values. And then lastly, these are some kind of deeper smack in the face kind of reflections. But since we're getting real with ourselves, I want you to ask yourself, if this were the last day of my life, would I have lived it the same with the same mood, the same attitude, the same disposition in a year from now, will what I am stressing about still matter? Will I regret not taking this leap? If not now, when? What have I given up on? If I could give one piece of advice to a child that I learned this year, what would it be? All of these are pretty sobering, but the one that really gets me is about if this were your last day, would you live it the same? And I'm not saying in the context that you got to know beforehand and of course would have rather chosen to go skydiving or fly to Tahiti. Of course, we all know what our bucket list things are, but that's not what I'm talking about here. How did you respond to people today? Were you short with them? Were you quick to anger? Could you have been more loving, more curious about your significant other's day instead of frustrated with how your day went? Like, oh, that just, it makes me want to choke up because it's just so, so easy to get caught up in our everyday lives and not lead with love. Maya Angelou said, people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Life is precious. Like this is what it's about. It's too short to go through it frustrated and short-tempered. You don't deserve that. And neither does anyone so fortunate to be in your life. Self-awareness is the name of the game, my friend. Take the time to reflect. It's powerful. I want to remind you that your best days are ahead of you. All right. I hope that overall you had an amazing year and that you feel like you've shed a layer of yourself or parts of your life that were no longer serving you. I want to remind you that life is not linear. 
every year might not beat the last. So if you had a challenging year in 2022, I hope you remember what happened in this calendar year is not indicative of what is to come. It happened the way it was supposed to, and you are exactly where you need to be. Your best days are still ahead of you. And I mean that if you're in a great place in your life, or if you're wondering when your next break is going to be. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for letting me be a small part of your week this year. Whether you're a new listener or have been around since the beginning, I know we may not know each other, but I feel like we did not connect by accident. And you are the reason I keep showing up every week. Thank you for continuing to share the podcast with your friends and your family, for sharing it on social media, and for taking a moment to leave the Mindset Mile a rating and review. It is because all of that and because of you that other people are able to find this podcast. Have an amazing New Year's Eve, and I cannot wait to see what 2023 has in store for us. I will see you next year, my friend. And until then, make it a great day.